From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. The drug fentanyl has been in the news lately. It's a narcotic pain reliever that's similar to morphine, but 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine, and it's deadly when it's misused. Here to educate us is Michelle Kaliva, the Administrative Director for the Upstate New York Poison Center at Upstate. This is a a 24-hour-a-day, 365-day-a-year operation, serving as the resource for the management of poisonings and drug information in 54 counties of Upstate New York. Thank you for being here, Michelle. Thank you. Appreciate it. So it's your staff, the, the nurses, pharmacists, toxicologists, physicians, your staff of the Poison Center um, that provides advice on how to treat people who've overdosed on fentanyl in New York pretty much everywhere outside of New York City, right? Correct. We, uh, not Westchester and not Long Island and not the city. So it's about okay. 125 hospitals. Wow. Okay. And you've been busy with it's this fentanyl crisis. Busy. So uh, tell, tell us, what is fentanyl? So fentanyl is an opioid, and it's prescribed, and it's prescribed appropriately for people that have severe pain. It's a good drug when used correctly. It can be um, oftentimes in the form of a patch. So somebody that has severe bone pain, for example, might wear a fentanyl patch. Bone pain, not from arthritis probably, but more maybe Maybe if they have uh, cancer. Bone cancer uh, or something. something. It's usually, it is primarily used for severe pain control. Okay. All right. Um, and so it's being being misused. Um, just people are getting their hands on it um, from friends' medicine cabinets or from yeah. illegal prescriptions or all of the above. All of the above. So it's it's the patches are being chewed um, instead of gum. People are chewing the patches or they're squeezing the liquid out of the the patches. What's really concerning is that it's being mixed with heroin. So it's used to augment. The, the euphoria that people are feeling with heroin. But unfortunately, what it does is it, it makes the bad symptoms um, even worse. Oh. So a lot of our heroin deaths um, are because fentanyl has been added to it. Do the people taking them know that it's been added necessarily? Not, necessarily. not necessarily. That's real disconcerting, too. Um, you know, heroin's bad, just bad by itself. But, you know, when you get a batch of it, you really never know what it's been cut with. And the big thing right now is to cut it with fentanyl. It supposedly makes the euphoria last longer. So the appeal is euphoria. It's always it's, it's always to make so, you to make you feel good or blunt blunt how badly you're feeling. Um, is it easy to get a hold of? Can you buy it easily on the street? Or? So it's a prescription. So you know, fortunately, we have that wonderful iStop program right now that that makes shopping around for opioids more difficult. We have, you know, I think a really good infrastructure in place where it's it's more difficult to go from doctor to doctor or from hospital to hospital looking or drug seeking. Um, that being said, yeah, this stuff's available. It's out there. It's on the streets, and, and um, people are using it. So the iStop program, so if, if I'm prescribed a pain medicine and then I go to an urgent care center and say I really need some pain medicine, the doctors there are able to check and see, wait a minute, you just got a prescription three days ago, right? Exactly. It's okay. exactly. So, I mean, it, it's it's not to get in the way of people who legitimately need medication. I mean, that's that's there, that there's all the appropriate um, processes in place for that. But it's for somebody who's, who's going from facility to facility or doctor to doctor looking for additional drugs okay. like opioids. But nevertheless, some of it's out there it's for, to be the sold. Is it expensive? No, actually, all of these agents now, that, which is really the, the really even more disconcerting part, this stuff is so much more accessible, both from a cost perspective and from a supply pers- perspective. It's, it's out there, and it's cheap. And again, it's being 
cut and mixed and added to all sorts of different types of, of drugs and then being sold as whatever you want it to be, heroin predominantly. And so it's easy to mix and, and mm-hmm. work with, too. It's not, this is not um, the, the crack cocaine or whatever that, it, that people are blowing, meth right, that people yeah, are right, blowing. No, this is different, and this is, you know, can be liquefied, and then it can be primarily mixed with heroin and then injected. That's how it's primarily abused. Not exclusively, but primarily. All right, so recently I know I read uh, newspaper stories about a law enforcement officer somewhere who absorbed some of this into his system um, when he was cleaning up a crime scene. Yeah, dermal exposure, because again, if you think about it, the the, the patches, the dirtiest patches which have fentanyl, they're made to soak be absorbed, to soak in. So we're concerned. I just did a, a program for law enforcement, and that was one of the first concerns that they they brought up um, was, you know, what do we do to protect ourselves? So you want some sort of barrier if you're cleaning Rubber up. gloves or yep. something? Okay. Well, yeah, who would have thought? I mean, this officer was hospitalized it was from um so it can Mm -hmm. be pretty severe yeah um what happens to someone who ingests fentanyl like physically what does it do to them sure so like with any opioid including heroin it causes you to lower your your breathing rate so it, it 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 um actually blunts your respiratory effort and in addition to that makes you very very drowsy um you you can be mildly drowsy lethargic to be in a coma um, and of course, when you're not responsive and your breathing rate drops down to four, ultimately you just stop breathing. So the fatalities around this are significant. I mean, people die from heroin abuse. Um, you add fentanyl to it, the likelihood just increases. It's just even that much it's more. It's even that much. Mm-hmm. Um, does Narcan reverse? It does, but this is a tricky part. So Narcan works. Narcan's a great drug. It pushes the opioid off the opioid receptors in, in, in your body. The thing with fentanyl is that it usually takes more than one dose. So somebody has Narcan in the field and they give the person, I'm talking about um, not EMS, I'm talking about a lay person who responsibly has Narcan, has naloxone, they give it to the person in the field. That person's going to wake up. Um, 45 minutes later, they're going to go down again because it has a very, very um, long duration of effect. So they really need subsequent dosing. If they get to the hospital, we usually... um, we'll start them on a Narcan drip. So they'll get an infusion of it to maintain the, the drug off those uh, opioid receptors. So, yes, it works, but in much greater doses. And sometimes you give a single dose in the field. It doesn't work either. You have to give a, a higher dose. So, yeah, it's a little trickier. Have. And Narcan, again, is the, the medication that's available. You don't need a prescription for it, right? No, it's great. And people are being trained. And we really encourage people to take advantage of the free training programs and to get um, the Narcan kits and have them available. I really believe it's like having an EpiPen. If you have somebody in your home that is a using or abusing an opioid, you want to make sure you somebody in your family, somebody who's around, has that Narcan available just as you would if somebody had a peanut allergy or a, an allergy to, to, to bumblebees or something. You want to you wanna have that medication to reverse it. doesn't help them get over their addiction, but it saves their life in that immediate life. period of time. I'm assuming pharmacists can show people how to use it? There's a lot of training that's going on locally. Um, okay. If you access the Department of Health website or the New York State Department of Health website, both of those, if you just Google either of those, Onondaga County Department of Health, New York State, there's a lot of resources available, and there's multiple training going on across the, the city. And some emergency departments actually will have patients 
ours, for example, that, that leave would actually get a Narcan kit, Narcan training, in some cases. How would a person be able to tell if their um, child or a loved one or a friend is taking fentanyl? Yeah, so they would, like with any of the opioids, they would appear very, very drowsy, very lethargic. Um, are their pupils pretty do out anything? of it. Their pupils would be tiny. Okay. Um, they would they would look really pretty out of it. Again, you know, not real, not real engaged, not real responsive. Is it something um, that a, a person who's taking fentanyl takes it repeatedly, sure. gets addicted to yeah, it, absolutely. and is yep. on it? Okay. Yeah. So they, and again, you know, it, it happens multiple ways. Sometimes people are prescribed it. They like it. They're addicted to it. Um, some people. Get it unknowingly, as we, I said before. It might be mixed with the heroin, and they, you know, they're they're they enjoy it. They like the the euphoria, and they stick with it. How would you recognize that the person has overdosed or has taken too much of it? I mean, if they're, I guess, if they're out, they would be out. They would have. They but, would be. You know, they would not be breathing. They would be unresponsive. You'd come okay. upon them and. and and then you need to call nine one one absolutely or Narcan. Or... You would do, but and, and, and that's the other piece of it. Great that everybody has an naloxone that has an Narcan kits, but I always stress that you call nine one one first and then you give it because you want to make sure you have backup when that person wakes up, and also in case you need more. Okay, all right. Now, someone who um, is using fentanyl, um, does that make them? Do they do they build up a tolerance and then start craving something stronger? Yeah, that's with all of these addictions. So that that's even the case with with the heroin. You know, it works for a while, but then you want something bigger and more. You want it to last longer. You want it to be more intense. I think that's why we're seeing so much of heroin being adulterated now. There seems to be a lot of experimentation with how we can make that heroin better, stronger, how we can make that euphoria more intense, how we can make it last longer. So there's an awful lot. There's a lot of synthetic um, opioid products, heroin-like substances that are being developed and that are circulating throughout the, um, throughout the United States. There is a drug called carfentanil. As it sounds, it's somewhat similar to fentanyl, but it's used to treat elephants. It's an elephant tranquilizer. It's a veterinary drug? It is. And I really have to stress. In fact, when I'm teaching this, I usually have a picture of a human and an elephant. And this drug is used to bring down elephants, and it's being abused now. And what do you think is going to happen to a person who takes a They're drug? They're going to makes... have a very difficult time um, coming back from it. We don't even know if the Narcan's going to work and how much of it they're going to need. And we are hearing cases of it circulating through the United States. Again, it is a drug to take down an elephant. It is not intended for human consumption. Are, do people have an easier time getting their hands on a veterinary drug than a human drug? I think right now they're having an easy time getting a hold on of anything. all of it, everything and all of it. And, um, again, there's some, there's some synthetic heroin that's being produced that's out there. We have abs- multiple names, different, different names, different forms. We have absolutely no idea. Um, exactly what symptoms these drugs are going to produce and whether or not we're going to have the antidote. If someone isn't breathing and they're in a hospital, we can put them on a ventilator. We can breathe for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But when they're at home and they're not breathing, you know, there's the Narcan kit, and then it's getting them into the hospital. So I'm not saying we can't help these folks. I'm just saying it's tricky because if, if they go down in the field, if they go down at home, there's some time that lapses between when they're found and when they get into a healthcare facility. Once we get in, they get them into healthcare. We can do our best to to save them, but it's 
it's a little tricky in terms of the um, the time lapse and also what they're taking. The uh, the deaths from drug overdoses and fentanyl overdoses um, in our county. Do you know are they are they mostly the car fentanyl? No, or not. I can't say that we've even have any documented car fentanyl cases. We have okay. some cases. Well, we hear anecdotally we're hearing that there may be some. Um, when I'm visiting the other hospitals throughout the state, I may hear, do we think it may have been carfentanil? We're not really sure. No, most of the deaths we're hearing about, though, are heroin and fentanyl. We hear later from the medical examiner on autopsy that they that it was, it was fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Is it, um, do you see deaths from people who it was their first time to try it? Oh, of course. Really? Yeah, it, even with heroin, with any of it, sometimes it's, it's so... F- funny isn't the right word it's just it's so disconcerting how one can person can take the drug and have one effect that other person can take a drug and have a much more serious effect but also you just don't know what the combination is when you're buying things off the street now um buying things off the street what about buying offline i think i've seen uh stories about yeah people being able to sure you can order all of this. But again, you know, what's the dosing? It's not regulated. It's not like it's a regular pharmaceutical company that's going to have full disclosure. So you never really quite know what you're getting. But, yes, yeah, certainly. Could you buy drugs offline? Absolutely. But then okay. you have to know how to take it, and you have to take the appropriate dose, not, not the mega doses that people are using. Well, my guest has been Michelle Kaliva from Upstate New York Poison Center. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.